Radio Influence. Podcasting redefined. Boom! Here we uh, uh, go. Once again, man, another edition of the DJ Eakin Podcast with the lovely, the one and only, the, um, how do I say it? Southwest Florida's finest. I am so glad she's even a part of my life. I don't know how my life would even function without her. She is quite possibly, quite possibly, the most extravagant, the most fabulous Mexicana chica that I have ever encountered in my entire life. Not Great, to mention, no she is not a fan of twerk shaming. The one and only Miss Brittany <laughs> Gonzalez. Hey, Britt! Yes, you forgot Queen, but that's okay. Yeah, I, and that is one thing I am never, ever going to include in my introduction to <laughs> Queen. That is never going to happen. Brittany, uh, got a decent show today. I, I did some prep, which I know you didn't. So I kind of got a show for us playing here. Got my man here. Look, how, how would you want me to introduce you to the world? Like, I just kind of get to get to use, you know, the the one moniker, Tango. But you know, to the to the world, how would you like to introduce yourself, kind sir? See, this is this is different. E, you, we, we, we're friends in real life, so like you, you can call me all the names, right? That you call me, like brother in, in, in our personal life, brother, yes. even knucklehead, you know, <laughs> all that good stuff you say behind closed doors, man. No front for these people, man. Okay, well, well, I'll, I'll go with the entire thing. Patrick Tango Hunter, family to me. I get to call him Tango. So for the purposes of this podcast and having you as a guest, which I am glad you hear, uh, you are here. We will use Tango. But but before we even get started too far, how can they find you on social media? Because that will be a major part of this conversation. How can they find you on social media? Real simple. This is Tango and not a ghetto. This is T-H-I-S is Tango. Right. You know? Okay. And that's Twitter. And, and that's also Instagram as well. You yeah. know, um, Cause you, you know, know I, I put myself on Facebook purgatory, so I, I don't, I don't know. Got you. I'm there though. Because Brittany was about to type in D I S. This is Tango. <laughs> she, was, she was already ready to go find you, bro. Um, I, I, I purposely, I purposely didn't tell you a super whole lot about Tango, Brittany, because I wanted you to meet him today. But I also wanted to give you a little bit of backstory, and he'll give you more of the backstory. But the back part of the backstory that I know that you will appreciate is this part. Brittany, I know that you are a fan of reality television and just chaos on television as we know it, right? Yeah. So, Real Housewives of fill in the blank. There, there, like there you go, right? So I don't know whether you were watching reality TV back a, a few years ago, but do you remember when Flavor Flav had a reality show, Flavor of oh Love? Oh, my God. That was like one of the first ones. Okay. Was, I now. know all the girls, the contestants. Boom. Uh, okay. Well, Brittany, we are in the right spot. So do you remember <laughs> who won the show? Um. Okay. I remember it got down to like Delicious and the uh, the short the hoop the hoop girl. Okay. Hoops. And, and, and the, 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 the state. Don't forget the state. Don't forget the oh. state. Who oh, New York. Boom. New there we York. go, Brittany. Brittany, that we was... are in a space right now, Brittany. Now, do you yes. remember, Brittany? <laughs> I, Brittany, I am so glad you are following me here. Brittany, you are on your way to the prize, to the grand prize, Brittany. Hey. Do you remember when New York got a show? Oh, I love New York. Yeah. Okay. Was- Brittany is on her, Brittany is on her way to the big board. Let's move another piece, folks. Let's move another piece. Now, Brittany, by any chance, do you know any of the finalists, the winners, any of that stuff? From New York season? Yeah, from I Love New York. Yeah. It was the two brothers, Chance, and then and uh, real, real what, and Chance, real and Chance. Oh, okay. And then I remember the other guy. He was. Do you? I, Yes, but I remember his face, not his name. But, well, should he uh, take off his hat? Should he take off his hat? <gasps> this is you! <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Brittany! Woo! Brittany! Brittany! No wonder you look familiar! Yo, I, it's, it's the beard, man. It's the that, beard, that, That's what it is. Boom, it's it the beard. It is, because your face looked familiar, but I could not... I. I thought you were okay. Okay, go on, go on. What'd you think he was? A UPS, <laughs> a UPS, a UPS driver that did stripping on the side? Is that what you thought he was? You, thought, you saw him at a bachelor party? Is that what you thought you saw him at a bachelor party? No, when you sent me a, a bachelorette video, party, I mean, 
<laughs> video. I thought he, I thought he was a rapper. That's what I thought. Well, he's he's quite multifaceted. He's multifaceted, but but I didn't you, remember from the show. Oh, you did remember. You just couldn't put it all together because you followed all the way. There. I give you your props. You was all the way to the car, but you ain't getting the keys. Sorry, you ain't getting the keys, Brittany. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. You were so close, Brittany. You were so close. So I'm gonna have to give you this Word. this uh this Tide laundry detergent along with these bounty sheets <laughs> and. Because yes. you were such a good sport, I'm going to throw in this Maytag washer and dryer. There you go. There's your prize, Brittany. Well Thank you so done. much. Well Thank you so done. much for being on well the show. Done. So there you go, Brittany. Tango is here <laughs> hanging out with us. And look, look, Tango, I hey, want you Tango. to give us I want you to give us a little bit of your hey, history Brittany. in this in this game, right? But then I'll let Brittany jump in cuz I know if she ain't got nothing else, she got one or two reality show questions. I know. She now that she knows, she got one or two of those, right? New York season? Oh yeah. Right. So oh, yeah. so Tango, just just give us a little bit of history on how you got into the business, how, you know, say your history of, of doing this thing and you know, where you are now. We'll 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 get there. So I'll give you the floor. And Brittany, you can brew up your questions on this side because I know you got some chaos brewing in your mind right now. Tango, the floor is yours. Well, uh, as you know, Ekin, man, I'm, I'm a I'm, I'm a Tampa Bay lifer, man. Um, you know, this is uh, this is my hometown, man. I'm, I'm back in Tampa now as we speak happily. Um, and, you know, I started out like, you know, a lot of young guys started out, you know, in the business, uh, had, had a thirst for that whole entertainment business life. Uh, went USF, University of North Florida. Um, and, but I actually kind of chose the route of, you know, being an entertainer myself, um, started out as a writer, artist myself, as everybody does, you know, um, which is interesting is uh, started out, I, I met Big Money Said earlier in my life. Boom, rest um, in peace, says legendary. Right. Shout out, shout out to my man, Big Money Said, um, uh, who also, you know, you know, me, Big Money Said, Shock G, a few other people in the, in the industry. And this was, man, this was the early 2000s. So, right. um, you know, um, and, I, and, and I've had my opportunity to work with a lot of other organizations such as, you know, Def Jam South, uh, um, Bodyhead Entertainment. Uh, oh, my goodness. Uh, way back in those, those, in, those, those days when you were really an intern intern. Right. right? <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, so and but actually, ultimately, I, I chose a, a, another path as far as filmmaking later on in, in my life and you know and that's kind of where I am now um, now as far as I you know I love New York and VH1 is concerned um, it was funny because I was taking a break from film and music at the time and my manager at the time I was I was reached out to by somebody a friend of mine who works at VH1 Viacon he's like hey man listen I need you to do me a favor right like yo would you you know would you be interested in you know coming on this show I'm like, ah, man, that's, you know, that's not really my thing. <laughs> but, you know, he's like, hey, listen, man, check it. You get the Mac, a really hot female in a mansion in L.A. And I'm like, I'm cheap. <laughs> Free trip. Yo, this is a vacation. This is a vacation. Okay, I'm, I'm with it. It was not a vacation. I, I got to say. Off top. <laughs> Ethan knows my pain. He's heard all these stories. Yeah. But, oh my God. You know, but yeah, yeah, and, and as everyone knows, you know, I, I landed on uh I Love New York. Um it was it was a life altering altering experience, I gotta say. I mean the stories are endless. Um and big shout out to some of the guys that you know I, I, I was with on, on the show man we're still friends to this day you know uh onyx mr boston some of these guys you might know look, shout look out at britney lighten up look at britney lighten up when you say the reality show <laughs> yeah, names man. boy yeah. and big shout out to tiffany as well man um we, we linked up for the um the uh the second reunion show reunited um it was a great experience and um yeah man i, I i'm happy that the whole world could take could, could, could find joy in my pain that was, that was <laughs> yes, because I do remember she did you dirty at the end a little bit, right? Because I, okay, and that's one of the things too, because I felt like you were one of the ones I'm remembering now. Like you were, you seemed very real about her and very like it, you cared about her. You wanted to try to make this thing work and have a future with her. And you made it down to the, the top, the bottom, the top two, like the final two, right? 
It was yeah. like between you and, and, and the other brother. And I just remember like rooting for you because I just felt like, you know, Chance was like such a immature, like just, you know, hothead. And so, and I just remember that. Was that real though? Like you really had feelings for her at that time and were yeah, wanting um, to I think um, you got to keep in mind, we were in the early stages of reality TV. And, right. and, and before I answer that question, I always say this because a lot of people don't know this because we're in the new era of reality TV. Mm-hmm. Back then, they didn't give us the real title of the show. Ah. They, when, when we, when we, I was honestly just a little background, and you know, and, and I wasn't ever really supposed to be on the show. As far as I, I was an alternate. Um, oh wow. I guess somebody didn't pass their STD test. You know. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> listen, you got to, yeah. So you know, I I came in and um, flew to Los Angeles, man, and it, it was. Uh, I don't know, man. Um, they took our phones. They took our laptops. Um, this was the MySpace slash almost Facebook era. No Twitter. Right. No right. Twitter um, or, or moderate tip Twitter. And from that point on, honestly, you know, it was I like I liken it to being in a concentration camp. No, you know, no disrespect, but, you know, no phone. Um no, no laptop. We were only able to make phone calls in moderation, and those were monitored. Basically, they wanted the show to be basically a whole big surprise. It was authentic, as authentic as it can get. Wow. 20 dudes in a mansion, but only two rooms in a mansion and two bathrooms, right? Wow. So, yeah, man, yeah, man. I'm, I'm dropping a lot of jewels. I, forget, forgive me, BH1. I'm just, you know, I'm just keeping it real. <laughs> we glad you're um, here. And a lot of guys have spilled the beans on this already, but that does something to you psychologically. Put 20 dudes in, in, in a house right. with two bathrooms and one female, you won't get problems. You don't gotta make that up. Right. You don't, you don't have to, you don't have to create problems. We were getting on each other's nerves day two. It was almost like it was almost it was almost like it was almost like a quarantine like we was in in 2020 back oh in them God. days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Times 10 though with 20 dudes time, in the house. One of the main reasons why I believe. I won that show is because I, I I don't drink and I was the only one that was sober halfway through. Wow. <laughs> wow. So the guys to cope with what they were going through, oh man, they they were knocking that bar over. Like oh. for, and, and while they were getting drunk every night, you know, Tiffany was over there, I was over here. Tell me about your life. Nice walks on the beach. Okay, that's what's up. So Honestly, yeah. without production intervention, you know, you know, you wouldn't have saw what you saw, man. But just to answer, now that you know that, me and Tiffany, we really did have a, an authentic thing that, and you didn't see it on TV. It was our relationship truly actually more or less formed after the show. Right. And back in those early days, they were trying to keep a lot of things under wraps. So we weren't allowed to be seen together in public. We weren't allowed to... You know, there was a lot that we 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 weren't even really allowed by contract to even see each other. Right. So, you know, our relationship was very good. And of course, y'all know how it went down. You know, um, things happened, you know, that, that she said. Um, and I'm a I'm a I'm a, I'm a I'm a Southern boy. There's just a couple of things you don't do. One of those things is, you know, you don't you don't say nothing crazy about moms. So right. that, oh yeah, no, I would, yeah, now, yep, yeah, I remember that now. Yeah, that shit was so out of line for that. But go on. Yeah, and and that that was pretty much the straw that broke the the, the, the camel's back on that one. Um, and I, as I've all, always said, and I even said on on the show recently, I, I said that again, that was a much much younger tango. <laughs> I probably would have handled it differently today, but. It would have been super, super boring if this tango was back there handling that. You know? So, you <laughs> yeah. know what I'm saying? So I, I I wasn't in touch with a lot, man. But yeah, man, that that's pretty much I'm sorry for that long-winded. It don't matter. Britney's, no, Britney's so happy great. right now. I'm, Britney is, this, I'm like, yeah, tell her. me more. Britney is so happy right now. You have I I think I might even get Britney never offers to buy me dinner. She might actually <laughs> offer to get me a value meal from Chick-fil-A when this is over because you were here on and the you pod today. Get Look, you, get boom, you see that? You see that? Because you here, Tango. Go ahead, Britney. I know you got more. I'm just gonna sit back because I know you look at Britney. She all in Tango. Look at her. I'm honored. I'm honored. 
So I have to ask you because my thing about Tip, Tiffany was very like, I loved her, but I hated her at the same time. She's very polarized. <laughs> she was crazy. I knew she was right. toxic. I was like, this girl is so like, just, she right. loves the drama. She lived, on, she fed, you know, she would feed herself it. So like how, to me, I'm like, she seems so toxic. Have you grown from that, liking that type of person? <laughs> she was kind of, I don't like to call women crazy, but New York, her mother was crazy and it, it bled through down to her. For sure. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to, and, and a lot of the fans of the show watching this know this already. Um, and again, I hate it to, to spill, I hate it to spill these beans because I hope it doesn't take away from anyone who has just seen the, the show now. But once again, here's a little tidbit that no one knew. None of the guys, well, I'll talk about that later. Two of the guys <laughs> actually knew. But anyway, none of the guys knew who they were coming, what female they were coming to meet. Uh -huh. I, was, I, I, I was given a list of females, you know, that could potentially be the, 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 the female, right? Oh. It was a pretty nice list too, you know? <laughs> Free trip, nice and, list. <laughs> At, at, at no point, with all due respect, was Tiffany on the list, you know? Um, wow. And I think that was intentional because at the time, you know, if you were watching, you know, Flav Flav's show, shout out, <laughs> shout out to my man Flav, by the way, man. We, he's, he's a great guy, man. Great dude. Um, but like they, the show kind of presented her as psycho, right. you know, on that show. Yeah. So if you'd have came to me and you'd have been like, hey man, yo, you wanna, you know, go, 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 go uh be with Tiffany, I'd be like, ah oh, nah, I'm gonna pass on that. I'm gonna pass. Not in a disrespect, right. way, just like, yo, I, I'm not into toxic females. So right. you know, right. I'm not even into competing for females. Right. 20 you know, dudes I, in a house, you probably like uh, yeah, 20 dudes, two bathrooms. Right. Mm. <laughs> so so to, to answer that question is always kind of tough because, again, I discovered, like every other dude that was standing outside that door when the door opened, and they, they took the banner down and it said New York. I was like... <laughs> Can't leave you ever tried to keep that smile? Yo, and you was just like... Yeah. <laughs> okay, this is good, right? So, needless to say, that scene, we had to do two takes because... <laughs> Everybody, everybody was genuinely shocked, and it wasn't a for me. I was just like, ah, oh. my, my 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 manager. I wanted to get on the phone right then, like, <laughs> yo, this ain't gonna be a vacation. This is a setup. You know? It was a setup. And, yeah. So I mean, again, and that's so when you see us interact on the show, there's a lot there. Mm -hmm. Most of it's production, but the relationship between us, and you know didn't really develop. And I'm going to say this, and she probably killed me for saying this. She probably hates when I say this, but I don't personally believe not then and not now anyone's actually experienced the real Tiffany. I don't believe you guys have been given that. Maybe one day in the future, but, you know, I, I the person that I got to know is totally, con is contrast, totally different from the person y'all saw on TV. And so once you understand that, Mm -hmm. You know, I think, have you ever met anyone who, like, genuinely, their personality makes them unattractive? Oh, a lot. She says that about me often. She says that about me often, actually. <laughs> right? There you go. You know, man. And I think, I think Tiffany uh, is a great example of that. The person she portrayed on television mm -hmm. would have instantly turned me off in, like, real life. Now, if, if we was in that house... And the, the lights and the cameras didn't go off and we didn't spend those times where the cameras weren't paying attention to us, really, really kicking it. You probably understood where the connection came from, you know, because we had a lot in common and we, we had a great bond that they purposely didn't show you. You know, wow! I have talked more uh, candidly about this show right here than I've ever on any. And, any and we appreciate that. But and we do yeah. entangle. Just so you know, I don't think you're saying anything bad or disrespectful to be honest, because I know you you yeah. want to not cross that line. So I, I don't want you to you know feel like. You're nah, me, me and Tiffany, we we cuss each other out all the time. That's not. <laughs> <We> <laughs> <do>. <laughs> Let me ask you this because you we talked do. about you talked about something like the reality show thing has been around a long time, and like right. you were in kind of that first, like I said, not the first show, but in that first real phase of it really being like yeah. a thing right and we know nowadays 
reality sh- reality TV is not exactly reality TV. Like from all the things that we hear in the backstories, it's like nowadays it's like you better do something to get the blog talking or you might be off this yeah. show next season or it's kind of scripted. Line. Right. The storylines yeah. are kind of given to them a little bit and then they follow that. From what you're telling us back then, though, it wasn't as much the producer trying to tell you what to do as in we just going to let this this shit is going to it's just going to go. But also, it seems to me that Tiffany understood her New York character being yes, the, being being able to light the cameras up. And if there had been blogs, she would have always been talked about because, like you said, she understood. And, I, and I've heard Flavor Flav make this quote before. Somebody said that people were that they were like, Flav, you buffooning, you letting them do this, you letting them do that. And Flav just pulled right. to the side and said, yo, man, they think they got me. I'm I'm counting all this money. You understand what I'm saying? And, and you can say what you want while I'm being this character on TV. Flavor Flavor's a character, but I'm feeding my family. And there's plenty of characters that people play in movies and TV. I just happen to be playing this one in a reality show setting. You know what I'm Absolutely. saying? So do you? So are the shows, you think nowadays, uh, one of the big differences that, that are out there way more scripted or way more, you know, like a product, like this is how you kind of got to go. We want this for the camera. As opposed to back then, they kind of just let you guys be like, this is going to take a life of its own. Be- Right. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. Again, I'm saying a lot of stuff that people are really going to hate. Um, and a lot, I'm, I'm going to tick off a couple friends with this one. Uh, big shout out to my man, Chris Abrego, who, you know, and him and Mark Cronin, they, they, they kind of, you know, were instrumental in the movement that we now know as reality TV. Produ- producers, casting directors, and everybody that you see now working on shows, most of them are trash now. No disrespect. They're not even trying to give the people what they want. Now, the the beauty of what happened when I was on reality TV, that was as about authentic as you can possibly get. They created scenarios that created a reaction. Ah, okay. And that was the beauty. I only liken that, just being a director myself, is... If you want to get the most out of your 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 actor, the, you have to tap into something that that actor doesn't have at that time, and you got to get them to convey that on screen. So if I'm working on a on a horror movie set, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna make my actress sign a contract that you know when she ain't looking, I can pop off a gun in the background and scare the hell out of her. So when she go on set, she already got the tears in her eyes. The producers. Um, my man Matt and a lot of those guys I got to know after the show, they busted, they busted their ass to create scenarios that brought out some of those characters that we loved back then. Right. Real and Chance, rest in peace, my man Real. You saw a lot of his personality on TV. When all the smoke clears, super genuine, lovable dude. Chance is a fool. All right. Boston. Is Boston. <laughs> right. That is who he is in real life. <laughs> I, even New York, she gave you a personality. She gave you a component of who she really is. Right. She will turn up. It might take some Red Bull and vodka, but <laughs> that's, that's actually a portion of who she is. So for me, I feel like just like you go see a movie where the writer or the director were just outright lazy. Mortal Kombat. <clears throat> um, <laughs> I agree, um, though, actually. I, I agree. I, I Yeah, that's what you're getting out. And that's no disrespect to some of the cast members. And I want to make that quite clear. My man Scrappy, shout out to Scrappy, shout out to, you know, uh, Stevie J and a lot of those guys. Those are real dudes, right. first and foremost. But unlike, unlike us, they're being placed in unreal scenarios. So when you get a real dude that's from where I'm from, like Scrappy, and you place them in an environment that's fake. It doesn't do who he is any justice. Yeah. So, and plus, I'm going to say something that he can then ask me, but I got to throw this out there. And because y'all know, people know how I am on social media. I'm, I'm, I'm Mr. Anti-Social Media. I don't, right. I don't know why anybody follows me. Um, <laughs> but I believe that, like I said, Twitter wasn't really a thing when I went on the show, and my space was, Facebook was, I believe, like many things, social media, specifically Twitter and Instagram, destroyed reality in reality TV. 
I believe that wholeheartedly. I truly do. I believe that we gave what we gave because we couldn't run to Twitter right. back then. Nobody cared if we what we what we had on our MySpace page, but MySpace was was quirky. It was kooky. It wasn't taken as authentic back then. Right. Now, whatever you post on Facebook or Twitter, oh, that's the truth. That's the gospel. We didn't have that. So everything or whoever we were, you had to get it from TV. It had to be conveyed. And the producers, the directors, the casting, they knew we got to make this count because the show airs at this date. That's it, son. Right. So unless you were doing Tom Joyner and or, or what have you, or unless you got an interview with Eakin or whatever the case may be, Whoever had the loudest voice uh, got their got the truth out. So imagine this for about 10, 20, 10, 11 years, my voice was never as big as New York's voice. Because I first of all, I shunned social media for a long period of time. I strayed away from interviews. She ate it up. She ate it up like breakfast. <laughs> Look at Brittany. Yeah. So Brittany was I, right, and Brittany was, was right there. I was eating with her. <laughs> right? So when people watch my interviews now, and when they go to see shows, or if they go on my social media, like, damn, I thought he was dumb as hell. You know? <laughs> I thought he was a big lummox. I thought he was some street dude that had absolutely no intellect. Right. And to a large degree, a lot of that was true. <laughs> but... I was deeper because when you go on, when you went on the show back then, they created your character. Today's social media producers and directors, they know they can't do that to Scrappy because if you present him the wrong way, Scrappy on Instagram, Scrappy on Twitter. And, 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 and if you're a dude on social media and your storyline is, is, is about a side chick, you lost that battle too, my man. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, I mean, no disrespect by this. We are in a climate where it, a female's voice, rightfully so, she has a voice now right. in a way that she didn't have a long, long time ago. Sure. So back in the day, we used to, not we as in me, but I'm just keeping it funky on here. It was a hoe. <laughs> we, 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 we said, oh, she's a hoe. That. Uh -huh. We have watered down that whole thing. It well, became, because, yeah. But I think so too, though, because now they just flip that right back on you. Like a female will be quick to be like, "So what?" Like, like yeah. you can literally go, you can literally go online and be like, "Girl did this, girl did that," and then she'll come online and be like, "You ain't never had that done before." And then every dude in the comments like, "Damn, bro, you you, <laughs> you 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 tried to call her out, but you what? She she turned you out or something? So now you look stupid for trying to call her out, or the listen, female me, posse get online and kill you." I know. It's, I listen, Ethan. I'm gonna ask you this specifically: Could a Selena Powell exist the way she exists today? Back in 2001? I will say, I'll say yes and no. And the reason I say yes and no is because, the reason I say yes is because she's not the first coming of her. But even though, True. even though, what's her name? Uh, come on, what was, Cat Stacks. Cat Stacks was not 2001. Uh, right, Cat Stacks, Stupidhead, they were all doing this. What has happened now, though, that I think that makes Selena so, such a, and I'm, I'm losing, using the word powerful loosely, is because yeah. in reality, these dudes are groupies. You understand what I'm saying? Like, like, like the dudes that are groupies. Part. Like the dudes are groupies. Like, and, and we don't want to call ourselves that, but the dudes, like there's, back in the day, like, like and, and I, I use Lamar Odom as this perfect example. Lamar Odom is a Hall of Fame basketball player. Yep. He ain't a reality TV show star. He ain't a Kardashian flunky. He's a Hall yep. of Fame basketball player. But when we talk about him, the first thing we say is, Reality show star, reality show Kardashian person, uh, right? That that ain't how I remember him. But also, and like you said though too, like you look at the Kardashians, right? If you know anything about the Kardashians, you know anything about California, how life was, they were just groupies in a party. Like there's literally a video out of Kim Kardashian walking with Paris Hilton, and the chick pushes her out of the way to get a picture with Paris Hilton. Right. There's a video right. of that. Remember, she was Paris Hilton's stylist. Yep. You understand what I'm saying? Yep. They took the business of what normally you would say, you let Ray J do that to you on camera? 
And that's what they were known as. They were known as as rich kids that were at these parties that were getting ran yep. through. That were getting ran through by people who were stars and entertainers or whatever. And now these same entertainers, dudes who actually supposed to be doing something or, or play basketball, have made it to the league or got a top record out. They groupies for these reality people. And then when you put Light them in out. a room, you you dudes is doing more pillow talking than chicks. So now Dingo. she now Selena Powell, she got all kinds of info because the dude she just let lay in it after seven other dudes that laid in it that week. He telling all his damn business. He telling the business of he telling stories that she ain't even supposed to be privy to. Yep. And by the way, this is nothing new. Right. She just the got a place to put it now. Now, and I and I and I kind of give a lot a lot of discredit, like you said, to the Kardashians. This is monetized now. Mm-hmm. Right. You can. You're. Uh, can you if you place a super head or a, a cat stack in the game today? Wow. Right. It's kind of amazing to kind of see that. Yeah, and this, and this generation, too, they pride themselves on telling their business. Whereas them years, you, you prided yourself on not everybody not knowing your business. Right. You know, you prided I'll, yourself on if you was in that circle, it stayed in that circle. Now, I'm not saying some stuff didn't get out. You had those investigative reporters that was in the know that could get the story, this, that, and the other. Now, they run right to live and tell all their business. I'm leaving such and such house right now. Look, I'm, <laughs> look, hey, remember, remember when Meek Mill was with whoever the girls taking pictures? Look, Meek over there sleeping in his underwear. He sleep right beside me right here. Right. You Back in the day, they didn't even, they was like, he had, to, you had, a, if you was a dude like him, the, the, the what, what was the the madam or whatever Heidi Fleiss or whatever them people right, they right, had certain right. people you call like think about how long Tiger Woods got away. Tiger Woods didn't get caught. Think about this. Tiger Woods did not get caught. Tiger Woods had one phone. I don't even understand that. First of all, with all that <laughs> right. Tiger Woods was doing, Tiger Woods had one phone. He had all them homeboys who should have took the calls for him. Yes, sir. But when he got caught. And if you've seen, hold up, let, let me back up a little bit because Britney didn't even get this part. If you know, if you watch the Tiger Woods documentary that was on HBO, how Tiger, okay, if you watch that, they had caught Tiger before. How Tiger originally got caught, Tiger started knocking off, dare I say, one of the servers from Perkins, not far no. from his house. Yes. He started knocking off. He started, he, now he had married the chick, the babysitter chick. He had married her. They, they married but Tiger was knocking. He had a he had a slew of them. They say when Tiger was going to Vegas, he was like, "We need about nine. We need about seven. They right. was having like oh parties, but nobody. But you know what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. They said in the documentary, they said Tiger got around Mike Michael Jordan and Charles Barkley and said, "Well, well, how do I function in this?" Michael Jordan said, "You tell him you're Tiger Woods." And I guess from then on, Tiger was gone. He was gone. So when he starts <laughs> when he starts knocking off the chick from Perkins. He's getting followed. He's getting watched. He's getting whatever. And they follow yep. him one night, Brittany. Brittany, you waiting for this? They yes. follow Tiger Woods to a church parking lot. No! Tiger Woods, he did not bring Tiger, the Lord into this. Tiger Woods, he brought the Lord Brittany, it gets this. better. Tiger Woods got the chick in the church parking lot, and she happens to be on her period. They throw the tampon out of the truck, and he Whoa. in an Escalade. He knock her off in the Escalade. And this ain't nothing to make it up. This is from the Tiger documentary yes, that's on HBO. I did not. Uh, this ain't no story I heard. I'm watching this on the documentary. They got footage of him pulling in there. They got footage of him throwing the, the tampon out of the car. And guess how crazy the reporter is? What? what do you mean? He scoops oh. the tampon up and they save it, Brittany. They save it. No! So when they save it, Brittany, and, and this is this a, this a whole side story about where we are in the world today. Brittany, look at Brittany Tango. Brittany, they saved it. They save it, right? And then they call Tiger's people and go, we know, we know. Now, if you don't, now, if you go back in Tiger's history, Tiger suddenly was on the cover of Golf Digest. It's because the people who own the Inquirer also own Golf Digest. In exchange for keeping the story under wraps, Tiger do the cover. Tiger did the cover. Story stayed under wraps. Tiger still out here tearing their head off. Tiger's tearing (laughs) their head off out here, Brittany. And then they said, you know what, though? He ain't going to stop. So they yep. kept following him. They kept following him, kept following him. Yep. And he got caught again. And when he got caught again, the girl still didn't say nothing. But her, when he got caught again, he went home and he told his wife, this story is going to come out. It's not true. He even got the mistress on the phone to help sell the story. <gasps> this is where I was surprised he only had one phone. 
because he falls asleep wow. or something, and she calls the number and whatever and says, because I guess Tiger up there shooting texts about I love you, I wish you, I was with you, or whatever. She calls the number, and old girl answered. And that's when you get the incident where Tiger got hit with the golf club and he crashed or whatever. That was <laughs> it. So, think, now, so I go back to this part of the story. What I'm saying is this. All those women came out of the woodworks. Now, you realize they hadn't said nothing. They hadn't yeah. said nothing. They weren't saying anything until everything broke. But this generation now, though, they tell it almost be. Look, before they get the condom, if, well, if they even wearing a condom, before they yeah. finish, they already on live talking about where they was at. For real. Yeah. And, and that's the generation. So now, like, like Tango said, this generation is all about how much can I tell that I'm actually doing because that's going to make me more famous. Think about it. We following more ex-girl, we following more side chicks and girlfriends on Instagram. We following the actual person that's supposed to be actually doing something. Who are we paying attention to? And Brittany, who are you really paying attention to when you watch? Yeah, Love Brittany, who are, are you, you paying attention to, Brittany? Who are Brittany, you? Are you paying attention to the rappers? Or uh, are, you, are you paying attention to Jocelyn? Yeah, more so the girls, absolutely. Like the ones that go crazy, the, the dramatic ones, the ones that like the violence and, you know, to start stuff and throwing yeah. drinks. Like, the, I mean, they're more entertaining. So you're, so you're, so you're, you're, you're supporting the toxicity, Brittany. I don't mean to. I know, I know, I hate it. But, you know, I do a little bit of both. But, yeah. Brittany, you, mean, don't, Brittany, you don't care nothing about. It'd be different. Okay, but then too. They, Brittany, you don't, you barely even know who Stevie J is, but you know who Jocelyn is. Heavy. I know he's toxic. I know that. <laughs> See, don't don't act like Stevie J is is anything the opposite of Jocelyn. They were they were, good. They were great for each other. Yeah. But, uh, look, <laughs> man, no doubt, man. Look, um, the, the, we could go in this space all day, but yeah. <laughs> Tango, I am so glad you look. Tango, let me let me tell you, you gonna have to come back because I don't I'm not yes. sure if Britney got her reality show fixed. We're not done. But, see, look, she's not done. But I got to move on because it's something else I really want to talk yes. to you about. Like you in your travels, you've had many mentors. And yep. one of the things that struck me when I when I reached out to you this week, I mean, we talked periodically here and there, but I got caught because I was like, yo, Tango don't usually go live or do this kind of thing. So I saw you had went live and I watched you were yep. done with it when I watched it like 16 minutes of, of footage. And you right. started out. It was it was right after like Shock G passed. Rest in peace to Shock G from Digital Underground. If you know yep. anything about his history, like Shock was a varying part, big part of hip hop history. You know, not just yes. West Coast, not just because he's one of the first people who discovered Tupac. But Shock G meant a lot to hip hop. If you really understand this culture. Absolutely. Um, but I didn't know. I knew a little bit about the story how much he actually meant to you as one of your mentors. And then I watched your live. And there's a couple of things I want to touch on on your live. First, I'd like to get just a little bit more insight of, of what Shock G really, really meant to you. And then I also want to go into something that you talked about. Someone in your live talking crazy as you were, yeah. you know, on there just, you know, Getting talking about one of your mentors in a positive light, you know what I'm saying? So, so let's first get into the, the shock G thing. And and I, I'd be amiss if I didn't do this. There's a lot of stories about about shock G that are coming out. Which me being on the inside, like I've known a little bit about shock G's, you know, delving right. into you know substances. But this is that's an entertainer thing to me. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I did feel like every time I saw shock, he was his heart was always in the right place. I didn't always feel like he was in the right place. Like where he should be given his history and the amount of stuff he's produced. But I always felt like when I saw him, it was like, yo, what's up? It's love. If he saw people, he took the pictures, his history, you know, his, just what he meant to the culture. It was there. Right. When you hear these things, like when you, like when he, when he first passed away and then the New York post puts out a story talking about the other side of shock, as opposed to the good stuff. What does that make you feel like, especially knowing, knowing the guy, the way that you did and him being one of your mentors for real. Um, that actually, I'm going to answer in reverse because that, that, that New York Times article, and there were a few other small ones. See, I'm, I'm somebody who has a pretty much a pretty person. I'm pretty private with my personal life, and I'm not a, a real big name dropper. Uh, I don't, you know, you know, I, I enjoy all. I'm the guy at the concert who's not recording. Right. I'll take a picture. <laughs> you know, um, but shout out to my man major austin yeah that is his real name um who's uh you know who introduced me to shock many many years ago not with i don't even want to say how many years it was because <laughs> that's where the gray hair comes from but um you know uh 
we he was I met him at a, at a young age in my early stages of me being an artist. So that was huge for me back then um, when I met him. And I, I told myself, I try not to, you know, I'm trying not to get a little choked up because y'all got to excuse me. But, uh, okay, man. He meant a lot to you. Yeah, man. Um, when I say, much like Big Money said, just a dude that I met that just literally just took me under his wing and just really just, you know, just helped me see things I didn't see. Like, I remember... And shout out to my man Fuge as well. Uh, he, he was an artist back then, you know, while we were doing our thing. Tretch from Naughty by Nature, another another guy, you know. Um, and when Shock used to tour and I used to join him on tours and travel with him, you know, Tretch from Naughty by Nature, you know, they, they was doing their thing, whether it was an old school tour, whether they were doing their own thing. It's just like there were just there was just so much that he taught me about the business itself. Right. And aside from that, there was also, this dude was like, it was so strange because he had a level of peace and humbleness that was infectious. It was strange. There were things that I was doing back in those early days that I don't do anymore. I'll give you an example, not to get off, off track, but I remember driving shock around, right? Um, and this was like, Taco Bus just got around, I think. He's like, yo, we can't get some tacos <laughs> right. around here. True story. Yes. <laughs> and Shock, I'm like, yo, this is face. I didn't know what it was called at the time, but it was Taco Bus. And Shock was just like, yeah, let's go there. And I'm driving, yo, we got to get there before it closes. And Shock like, yo, calm down. I'm like, yo, I, you know, this is Hillsborough Avenue, man. We got to. Right. He's like, listen, man, you're going to end up at the same red light as this dude next to you. I promise you. You're going to end up at the same red light. I never understood. He said, I never understood why people uh, speed on the road. You're going to end up at the same place the dudes next. You, you you see all these cars? I promise you. Drive the way you drive. When you get to the next red light and the next red light, these same people are going to be right next to you. Right with you. Right with you. That's it. I sat there and lo and behold, I kid you now. I said, hey, sit back, shot. Let me just do this, right? <laughs> I looked to the side and I'm like, why is this always right? Like, you know, what I'm <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying? Shock didn't even carry a cell phone. Um, if you wanted to get in touch with Shock, he would call you. Right. Shock would be like, hey man. And he would say, Hey man, I'm in time. You know, let's let's let's, let's link up. That's shock. Right. I'm like, man, I left you a voicemail. You had to leave a voice message. You couldn't, you know, <laughs> or you know, I'm like, and you calls my, hey, Major, have you seen Shot? You're like, oh, he, he might be in town. That's how it was. And just a little hip-hop history. Shock, this this is this is home to Shock. Tampa, Florida is home to Shock. I don't care what nobody tells you. His family, big shout-out to his family. I remember the first time I was in his, his family home, sitting around plaques on the wall, like Tupac's plaque. You know, right. uh, all the songs that he produced. It was the weirdest. He's like, yeah, right. He's like, yeah, yeah. Tupac used to stretch out right there on that couch when he came to town. I'm like, Tupac in Tampa? He's like, yeah, he used to stretch out right there. You know what I'm saying? Whenever we used to get off the road. It was so weird. I'm like, so you mean to tell me Pac was here? At, yeah, all the time. You know? It's laying low. <laughs> you, know what I'm you know, I was like, that is crazy. You know, shout out to my man Sandman. Uh, he has a million stories about Shock as well, but... You know, that's who he was. And so whenever whenever we linked up, whether, even when I was in, you know, Sacktown or and we were in Cali, it was always a situation where, you know, he was like big bro wherever I went. And, and we did, to the point where we didn't even know why. It was just, I'm like, why am I on tour? Trips from Not of Our Nature is right there. Right. Why, how did I get here? Like, wh- wh- <laughs> how did this happen? He's like, man, just come on in. And that's, that's why if you go on social media, you'll see all of these pics that people have taken with shock from all walks of life. It, white, black, African, you know, no, no, you, you like, he just was really just that, that neutral guy. So when I saw these articles literally right after he, he passed away, it just kind of bothered me so much because I'd already, you know, with Black Rob and, 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 and DMX, all guys that I have crossed paths with through my life, right? it just kind of, it hit me a little bit. All of them had the same thing, thing in common. 
after a while, we were talking about the negativity. We were talking about who paid for whose arrangements, who who did this, who did that. This man, you know, why are we talking about this right now? Do you know what this dude has done, you know, to not just my life and my career, but just, just the world around him? Like, I, I listened to this dude recording a track that he had, he was producing for Prince, you know, in the studio. Right. It was, why are we talking about, you know, what? and again, we all have our demons. We all have our issues. I guess that's what we like to do to celebrities or people who are, are notable. I had my own experience in the past. It's like, I hate, I, I, I hated the attention. I never loved it. But Shock used that attention and a piece of him. That's why when you get the Humpty Hump, I call him Piano Man. He's, you know, I think with a lot of the struggles that he had in life, he was just so multifaceted. I think he was just so outer-worldly that he did a lot of things to kind of bring him balance, right. to bring him back down to earth, if that makes any sense. You know, he was getting pulled in so many different directions. I could tell you a story that he told me about Tupac that, like, and he would say he would do interviews and he couldn't avoid questions about Pop. Yeah. He couldn't avoid them, you know, and he would always, when they, whenever they would ask him a question about something negative about Pac, he would, this is how I learned to do interviews, by the way, or watch a shock, by the way, I should say, he would flip it. And you totally forget that you asked something negative about Pac, and we leave the interview and shock would be like, yeah, man, it's just, you know, I like to give them the version of Pac, you know, that solidifies and get and make sure it maintains his legacy that's how i want my man to be remembered right you know and it doesn't matter no matter where you go and this 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 kind of we were at wtmp um and i believe my man Stu, shout out to Stu. um and a lot of people were asking him questions about a lot of the negative aspects of pop and right after they asked him where Humpty Hump is, and he said, oh, he's upstairs in my closet. <laughs> um, he then said that, he said, I always, no matter what, I protect his legacy. And he said, if, if ever I should, if ever I'm never on this earth anymore, I hope that you and everybody else in our crew, I hope y'all make sure y'all protect my legacy. And so it hit me. Damn, I'm sorry. It's all good, man. Like he meant a lot to yeah. you, man. Like, like I don't even, I don't even take that moment, man. Like, I to me, you know, those are real stories. Those are real feelings, yeah. man. And I, I like yeah. I said, I, I'm like Brittany. I'm sure I can speak for both of us here. Just appreciate you even coming here to give us that side and that insight because, yeah. like, and I and I tell Brittany this all the time. We talk about it. I feel like so often that when we talk about our entertainers and I, and the dudes before us that laid the foundation for what we're all doing right now, right? It's always the negativity first, you know what I'm always. saying? And I, you know, Brittany and I talk about all the time too. Like, I just wish more of those dudes and females alike that laid the path for us, right? All this love and, and that comes for them after they're gone, when they can't really feel it, that they got to feel it somehow when they were here, that we could find right. a way that we could have found a way to show DMX that we really here for him, that when he gets ready to smoke, whatever that's going to take him to another place that we don't want DMX to be, that we could lose him, yep. that he could call all of us and be like, yo, just go live. We're going to be here and listen to you talk right now instead of you smoking, instead of you being by yourself in that space, right, that takes you there. And I think to me that's something we need to figure out because a lot of a lot of these dudes who started it for us, they're getting up in age. And I and I don't mean just dudes. I mean like the Queen Latifahs, those oh, people, yeah. the Salt and Peppers, they were they were heroes. The MC Lights, those are, those are heroes yeah. in this hip-hop culture that we live in. You know what I'm saying? And they're getting, you know, they in their 40s and 50s now. So we could be talking about hearing more of these stories, you know, but it, I, go ahead. it doesn't. And, and to add to that is, and I think I hit you up. I mean, even with the shotgun situation, um, right. You know, it, it, it reminds you, it reminds you like, yeah, let me not, let me not hit Eakin up on, 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 on IG, man. Let me, let me, let me text a call this guy, right. you know? And I appreciate that. Yeah, man, it's just like, you know, and, and, and not not to blow it up, but Eakin was, Eakin, for those who don't know, was a dude who embraced me, like, many, many years ago as well. And just a dude I've always admired, admired your work ethic. Like, please tell Brittany more about that work ethic. Please tell her more. <laughs> she thinks that I just what? come here and sit on this pod and get on this, her case. 
Listen, you tell her, please. This, this man, no, I'm playing. This man does not sleep. He, if he says he's gonna do it, he can probably, he can gonna beat you there every single time. Yeah. And just to do, and, and I remember watching him over the years, and I was talking to, I forgot who was talking to, man, um, DJ Purify. I forgot who I was speaking to, but I, I, we was ranking some of some of the DJs just in general. Listen, I ain't gonna tell you what, what rank you got, Ethan, but <laughs> you're you up there in top ten. I, I appreciate you know what I'm saying? Just because of versatility, and Ethan can walk in any damn party, oh, yeah. any damn party. I pride myself on make, that part, and make it all about him. And <laughs> I pride myself like, on that the part. The whole crowd just watching, just sitting there, and he just everybody just pays attention. I pride myself on that part. Because I've, I've, you know what I'm saying? He, he, he walked in. He walked into a concert. The DJ like Jackson Five. I pride you know, myself. Whole, let me tell you something. I pride up, myself. Just, I said I want that work ethic, man. And and to me, you know, when you got people like that that influence you, you got a you got an obligation to protect their legacy, living or not living. You you protect that legacy. And let me say this, uh, Brittany, because. Not the kind of sweetest or nothing else, and that's kind of what happened to me on the live. I just saw a lot of effery happening on the live at the time, and it just kind of took me off. It just something that I want people to kind of understand about our society, real quick, as it relates to this. Yes, I read the articles. The first thing that I wanted to do, what the old me would have did, was pop off and just write something just so disrespectful. Right. right. Um. We live in a society that is so quick to dismiss or to cancel. If I run across somebody, whether they're racist or they have a racist view, I don't get, I don't get upset. I want to talk to that man. I want to, I want to truly understand how somebody in 2021 can be racist. I can't for the life of me understand how in this day and era where we're, lo- where we're losing legendary people. Right. How can you sit online and troll? How is it possible? And then it dawned on me. This is our climate. This is our new reality. We we had a responsibility to the generation that came after us. We we grew up in in, in the drug dealing uh, era, man, which ultimately, what did you think was going to happen? Who was using the drugs? Now we got the drug using right. generation, right? Which is somewhere between Little Wayne and help me out, he can, I don't know. Uh, dude, they all <laughs> of it, know? though. All of it. But, it's, it's a wild time, bro. It's a wild time. Right. We don't, and and so we don't take enough responsibility for it. Nobody wants to take responsibility for nobody. Right. And I'm, I'm one of those. And I, had, I went back and forth with one of my homeboys. Who was like, yeah, man, it's our fault, man. It's our fault. Just like this generation that's going to give birth to the next generation, it's going to be there because what are you leaving? What are we giving them? Right. Everybody didn't do me like Ethan did. Everybody didn't do me like, even more so, Big Money said, Big Money said, hey, don't do that, bro. Listen. Right. I had homeboys who were more talented to me, talented than me. Nobody embraced them. We all knew it. Either you was hating or you didn't want to embrace greatness. Mm-hmm. And that's what I love about Shot. He told this story where he said, when Pac wanted to go and do his own thing, I had to let him. And I had to embrace what he was doing. Why? Because A, he was my brother, but he would have tore my ass up if I didn't. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then hug me after he dissed me. You know what I'm saying? Right. Shot knew. He said, I'm never going to hold back greatness. I'm going to embrace that greatness. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, that's our, we're in a generation, we're in an era right now where we embrace negativity, bad behavior, and we go as far as to reward it. If Adolf Hitler was alive today, he'd have the most popping Instagram ever. I truly believe that. Kind of like Trump yeah. on Twitter. Because, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Kind of like Trump that, was on that, Twitter. To me, that's the equivalent. Yeah. 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 And, that, and to me, that's where we are now. I don't know. It's profitable. If you if you want if if you want to listen and, and I use an example of a certain person who went on Dr. Phil in in that, in, that, in that live I said Dr. Phil is making more stars than anybody right now. Yeah. You what know they say what I'm she saying? made, they the say she made a million dollars in one day on OnlyFans. 
First day on OnlyFans, Yo. she yeah. made a million dollars. Just because Why? she turned just because she turned 18. What are we doing out here? You know what I'm saying? And I know I sound like an old head, but if anybody, no matter what the age, color, creed, take a step back for a moment and ask yourself a question. What in the world are we doing? And I said it on my live. I said, it's easy to attack that low-hanging fruit, but scroll down a Takashi 6ix9ine and look at how many followers he has. Right. It's easy to blame him. The person you should be blaming or the per- people you should be paying attention to is the millions of followers he has, the millions of comments that are glorifying what he right. does. Every time he does yeah. something, they they there. They, they there for every lie. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, it's us. It's not them. It's going to always be, there's going to always be a Manson. There's going to always be a Takashi. There's going to always be these people. We eating it up like cake, you know? So, yeah. you know, and this is why people don't come to my, my, my social media. <laughs> well. No! I don't think I don't think you're saying anything that's like oh god he's talking no I don't I think that there is I feel like also with this pandemic it has helped us shift a little you know and not like we have ways to go I know that but I think it did help us see like damn do we really care about this celebrity in that light or you know do we really care about what was the drama that's going on here like I'm trying to you know eat I'm I don't have enough to pay my bills like things are you know and so you start to and then we have like our regular what we always consider, you know, the, the hard labor workers that just work at a, a restaurants or in fast food or, you know, yep. the, the the people who pick up the garbage. And we're like, damn, like they're really like the heroes, you know, they're the important people that we, we should show more love to, you know, and like all of that. So it's it's a mindset that we're it's going to take time for us to break because it's just become this like you know the what we focus on has always just or turned into like the the all the bad stuff all the negative stuff yeah, so. yeah. one word accountability accountability and if we apply accountability to everything we do and that that's really what i was trying to kind of project that day and, and i hate it to have to take a break from talking about shock but that's what this dude was all about though like right he was just like, it was always what you, what are you getting mad for? If you're going to get mad, if you're going to run your mouth, the first question I'm going to ask you is, is what have you done about it? Right. If you got a problem with this, you got a problem with that. What are you doing out here in these streets? And for the love of everything, holy people, put your phones down. Ugh. They can't do that. They can't do just that. Help, help somebody without recording it. Like, right. Can't do that. That ain't gonna get me no likes. If I don't record it, it didn't happen. I, I gotta record it. Twenty six people in the last nine days, and never felt the need to record this process. Well, when I get that dude Where, that doll out of my window, I'm recording it because that's the only <laughs> way I can I can prove to Brittany that it happened. I gotta put it on my. I gotta go. Matter of fact, I'm going live. If I give him two dollars, I'm going live. I'm just telling you, Tango. <laughs> you know I'm playing, but that, but you're right though. You're right though. It's a, it's a it's a. But it's just a, we've like you know you watch these things in the documentary that's out about social media, right? It's this this thing that they've tapped into that we just now. And I wouldn't say me because I'm I'm and I, I think I've been guilty of it sometimes. Not so much about recording when I do for people, but putting my phone actually down whether that's just even staring at it for too long yep. i'm just like i gotta yeah. live and that's the way i was brought up i gotta live man and I, if i if i don't record the moment that don't mean i didn't enjoy it i just didn't show it to everybody you know right. but i'm trying to live in the actual space that i'm in you know so i don't i don't really i really don't know how to change it i guess that's that's where we'll leave this one hanging at because i you know i don't want to i try to stay within a certain thing because i want everybody to get this within a car ride and i can't yeah. let them leave this without getting all the gems and to see the beauty the beauty of Britney's happiness when she gets to hear about reality TV up close. <laughs> you know, it's such a look. Let me tell you no, something. I I, like I just want to. I live to make Britney happy. I live to make Britney. <laughs> people don't realize it, but I live to make Britney happy. And to that see the awesome. sheer joy on her face today when she realized who you actually were, my God, <laughs> dude! I am not only getting Chick Fil A. I am getting ice cream, dude, with that Boom. that day. You watch when I get Chick Fil A. I'm gonna re- record that. Britney got me Chick Fil A. No doubt. She said I could get. She said I could get cheese, and I got ice cream for dessert. And yes. don't forget oh to put goodness. thanks to Tango. <laughs> <laughs> Tango. Um, well, Britney, did you have a, another thought? Because before I let Tango give us a final thought out of here, 
No, I do. I mean, I do, but I feel like I don't, you know, I'm going to message you because I feel like there's so many more questions, but they're very, maybe too private that you might not want to put out there. And I totally oh, no, get Go that. for it, man. Let me know. Let me know. <laughs> well, now, now we're going to have to have you back. Matter of fact, you know what we're going to do? We're gonna, Brittany and I are working on creating these segments, right? And I think what one of the segments might should be is something around re- the world of reality television, right? Then I get you and her on here. That means you got to watch something every now and again. And I get y'all opinion on what's going on from the male and female perspective perspective because britney says that i'm not allowed really to have a perspective because my perspective is always slanted so no doubt. In, order to, in order to make it fair i guess i got now i could get you to come on and give me some insight to help me fight britney in the world of reality I got tv you, brother. <laughs> you I got, got me you, you got, got did i lose you did i lose thing all right did i lose him oh no wait okay no, no, no. Oh, they, okay there you go there you go okay there you go tango uh do me this favor though uh give me a, a final thought of, of positivity before you get out of here man again i appreciate yes. you being here as well though but but i'd like to because you're such a positive dude man and like even with all the stuff like i said i, I watched when you went live and as the person tried to disturb that and disturb your thoughts with negativity, you still flip that into being positive. And I think that's a really dope quality. You've always been that type of dude since I've known you. But if you could leave us with a final thought of, of positivity as we close out this episode, um, what would it be? Um, the beauty of this, and I'm trying to make this real quick, is I haven't always been this positive. This is kind of what I do now. Um, um, I went from a dude at Nucio Park, uh, I didn't grow up, you know, in, you know, the most positive environment. So I found a level of peace that I wish everybody could enjoy. Um, and I think the best way to understand it is if, if is to absorb something out of absorb. You know, this peace, the secret awaits eyes, unclouded by ambition. Those bound by desire can only see that which they can hold in their hand. We are after things that we have have made more important than life itself. Attention is the great, attention is the greatest drug, is the greatest, is now the new thing that we want now. It has consumed us as a society. I just wrote today on my social media that everybody right now is walking around with their own reality show now. And if we all use that same reality show that we all have in our back pocket to project positivity in the world, we'd be in a different place today. And I want everybody out there to do something for somebody today. Don't record it, just do something. You know what I'm saying? If you got to record it, cool. But just do something for somebody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's it. Take care of yourself and others. You know? I know that's corny, right? No, no it's actually- not. I love that. Yeah. I agree. And, <laughs> it, and like I said, I just live for Britney's happiness. That's my, that's, that's, look, that's you my. You did it. Finally, you did it today. You see that? Finally. Look, let me tell you something, man. How long have we been doing this? I am working on something, Tango. And like you said, do something nice for people and make them happy. This is what I live for right here. This young yeah, Mexicana right hey, here to make her happy. Thank you for everything you've done for me, man. I appreciate you, brother, man. man. I want to put that out there, man. I appreciate <laughs> it, man. Look, man, we family, bro. This, this go both ways. And, like, even just the talks with you that we have, when we actually, like I said, we we good about texting each other and calling each other, actually, and not just being on social media. And that's yes, one of the things sir. I love. I try to do that. I do that with Brittany, too. She just don't mm-hmm. appreciate I get sent to voicemail a lot oh more with her. Oh, my God. Uh, no, a lot more. Brittany, you got tightened up. You got tightened up, tell you I will. Let me I tell will. you something. After the third call, Brittany feels like it's important she pick up. But them first two, them first two years. Hey, you got the dice in your hand like this, calling Brittany. Like, come on, no doubt, Brittany, no pick doubt. up. Come on, Brittany. Tango, um, where can they find you at on social media once again? This is Tango. That's on Instagram and that's also on Twitter. Twitter is the devil, but that's where you can find me. But <laughs> man, I Instagram, love that Twitter living room, man. You ain't gonna call that the devil. Tango. I sit in that living no room doubt. every week when H I S is Tango, not, not D. Not Brittany, this. not with a D. Not okay. this is Tango. No, okay, this is Tango. Brittany, my love, my girl, uh, my partner in crime, I'm so glad that you enjoyed having Tango here, and I appreciate you playing my game, and you almost won a car. I almost helped you. <laughs> I almost, but instead you're just going to get this, you're going to get this uh, Tide Pod, and you better mail it. Mail my pack. You're going to get some dryer sheets. And uh, we haven't finished paying for the washer and dryer yet, so you're not, no getting, that. You're not getting that yet. <laughs> Brittany, where can they find you at on social media? I am on Instagram at Brunch with Brittany, um, Brunch with Brit on Twitter. 
And Facebook, Brittany Gonzalez. Are you in the States this week? Because, I mean, you, you're constantly on vacation. Are you in the States this week? I might be. Oh. No, yeah, I am. I am. <laughs> uh, what is it this weekend? I got, yeah, I'll be here. I'll be here. I got a, a club gig and stuff like that. I'm so. just trying to figure out where you're getting all this money from. Not enough. You got OnlyFans and didn't tell me about it? That's another show. That's a, my bad. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> At DJ Eakin across off socials, man, and DJ Eakin TV on uh, YouTube. Yeah, that part. And don't forget, um, I'm supposed to say this, Brittany. Like, subscribe. You got to remind me, Brittany. Like, and, uh, subscribe, yeah. download. There you go. Download, follow us, all that good stuff. And Ben and Magic are going to kill me because I did not do the statement the way that they told me to do. But I oh. promise you that I will get it right next time because it's on my iPad and I don't have that in front of me. But I will blame me worrying about Britney's happiness this week. That's all I was focused on. <laughs> Tango, thank you again for joining us, man. We'll have you no back again soon, man, for the DJ Aiken podcast with the lovely Miss Britney. I almost called you Britney Spears. Ain't that ain't that crazy? Because, I mean, well, you, we about, already, you about as crazy as her. I've seen some of them dances you I do on video. Not that <laughs> yeah, she ain't that innocent at all. <laughs> Shout out to Radio Influence, my guy Jason, man. We are gone, man. Appreciate you. Love.